Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Popcorn and Coffee Table Talk, where we discuss Boba F- the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 6. Six. Chapter 6. I'm your host, Jesse, and with me, as always, is Chay Hazel. How are you? What's up, everyone? We are here on this snowy day to talk about another episode of, of this show, which, okay, if you had to gauge the show as a whole, there's seven episodes, right? Yeah, we got one more. Next week's it. One more episode on a scale of like star rating what are you going to rate it so far how many stars do you give it one to five one to five i'm gonna give it i'm giving it two and that is only because of these last two episodes i'm gonna give it three again for the same reason last two episodes and i'm intrigued to see how it's going to end with that being said it's an not very optimistic three no so why don't you tell us what the story of chapter six was about yeah so chapter six we get kind of a mix there's it's kind of taken a shot from three different people in this one actually four give or take whatever yeah uh so you open up we get to open up with uh timothy oliphant uh who was in season uh two of the mandalorian yeah season two who originally had his character originally had a boba fett's armor where the mandalorian got it from uh then we get to see we get to see grogu again he comes back into the show uh see what he's doing training with luke and uh obviously we get the mandalorian back and we get to see about three minutes of boba fett so the book of boba fett chapter six that's supposed to be five and six. Five, five, we see him at none. We get three minutes and two episodes. Three. And was he, did he even speak? Yes. Uh, no. Yes. I don't, I don't remember him saying anything. If he said something, it wasn't important. I am so baffled by what's going on with this show. Not only are we bored with Boba Fett, I think the writers are bored with Boba Fett. Like, they see so much other potential in telling other stories, but are tied to Boba Fett to the point that we're like, let's just go see what other people are doing, because it's far more interesting. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I I, I honestly, yeah, like you said, like, I, I wonder with, like, the writers and stuff, when they were writing this story, and Favreau wrote it, he's one of the writers on it. So it's like he wrote like the first four episodes. Let's flashback Boba Fett and kind of get a few minutes where he is now. And then episodes five and six are not even going to have Boba Fett in it. It's called the book of Boba Fett. I know. I And, and again, thing. I'm not even upset about it because these are the best two episodes so far. Yeah, I love this episode. And it's so much better than anything they've given us regarding Boba Fett so far. Yeah. I'm just so upended mentally by what this show is, what this show is supposed to be. So even though I like these two episodes, and even if the finale uh, lands well, it's still going to be a disaster of a show because yeah. its vision its vision is all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's not grounded in anything. If anything, it should be just be called Star Wars Stories. And just jump around everywhere and show, which is fine. Again, yeah. yeah. You know, we got Timothy Elephant in this, and 
his whole Western shtick and everything they've got going on, I think works really well. Mm-hmm. There was a straight up almost duel in the streets in that episode with whatever that thing was. I'm assuming it's another kind of like a pike. Yeah, I think he was from like the Clone Wars or one of those Star Wars cartoon series, that character, because um, I've seen some memes and I never because I never got into those. But he's a cool looking character. It I, worked. Yeah. Everything uh, with the Mandalorian, I really like. They've really grounded that character so well. You know who he is. You know what he's about. And now he's just going up, do, going around doing stuff. You know. Yeah. We got the we got the return of one R two D two. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was good. Yeah. Sure. There's a lot of a lot, a lot of nostalgia in this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but before we get there, let's go back to like let's kind of get back to the beginning of this episode, and that opening scene with Timothy Olfant, and he's with those. Uh, oh yeah, talk, remember those guys? Just fantastic, beautiful. Like it feels like a western. It did. It absolutely did. You know, and a thought that crossed my mind that would be really cool is if you did some grounded Star Wars stories that took place on crazy planets, but all of them were themed however that planet operates. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what This is what? This is Tatooine? Yeah. Tatooine being dusty, dirty. Like, it just fits the motif of a Western, you know? Yeah. It just does. And then... I think it would be so cool to just jump and go to a completely another planet, not in the same show, in a different show. This pl- this show most mostly takes place on Tatooine. Right. Different characters on Hoth and just do a completely different theme of, of a style of movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would be really cool. I don't want to see a Western on Hoth. I want to see something else on Hoth. But I think it really just works, especially when you get the right people cast as these characters because he just... I mean, he was justified for so long. This style just fits him so well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we get that opening scene. And I'm assuming spice is just another term for drugs. I'm assuming They're- so. It's really weird that they use that, especially with having Dune come out. And you haven't seen Dune? I haven't watched Dune yet, no. The main export for... the the plot of the movie Dune is an, a, a substance called spice. And it's the same thing. It's kind of okay. vague on what it does or what it's used for or what, but it's the same kind of thing. It's like a drug. It's like a drug. Yeah. So it's just weird that I'm seeing spice over the here. I'm seeing spice over there. Why would you not call it something different? I don't know, but yeah. And apparently because uh, in a new hope, when uh, Obi-Wan is talking to Luke, about his about Anakin, his father, Luke goes, My father wasn't a Jedi. He was uh some worker on a spice trader or freighter or something like that. And I'm like, so his uncle told Luke that he was a basically a drug runner. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. If spice is a, a main export up from that planet, I guess. I mean, I'm assuming it's drugs now at this point. Back then I just thought, oh, spice, it was like, you know, maybe some oregano or something like that. Crops, a little, to some extent. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
what did this you show. think? What did you think? Uh, I would say it, it was more mostly Mandalorian again. Mm-hmm. Because even the Mandalorian tied into the Timothy L. I don't remember that guy's name, the character's name. Yeah, I don't either. Um, um, they came together at one point, but most of the movie, and even that scene where with Boba Fett, it was just them talking around a table and they're like, we need more people. Oh, here's Mandalorian introduced him and he's like, I'll go get more people. And then they just left and it was no more yeah. Boba Fett anymore. So when he said he was going to go get more people and he was flying a ship around Tatooine, I didn't. I knew he was going to go to Timothy Oliphant's character at one point, at some point in this episode. But they showed the Jawas, and I thought he's going to go get Jawas to help fight. Like what? I don't know what that scene was about. I I don't know. And they had that giant skull on top of their. Walk. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, those those ant droids? Oh yeah, they were like building the the, the, the Jedi temple. temple. Yeah. yeah, the temple stuff. I mean, they were cool. I mean, whatever. The droid, like dro- mason droids. <laughs> All ants. I was just like, these are a bunch. Yeah. Of ants. So yeah. where where does this now? And remind me again because I forget. Where does this take place in the story? The the overarching Star Wars story. So it's after. It's after Jedi. It's probably I don't know how many years after Jedi. Because uh, obviously Luke's on the planet where he was found after, for the new trilogy that just came out, and he's building the his the temple and the tra- training area and stuff. He's trying to start what they had on Coruscant, whatever. Uh, so some at some point, I would say probably 10, 15 years after Jedi, but if even, that long. Even at that, and these are just holes that I'm finding, and maybe it's irrelevant. Maybe it's obviously irrelevant, but. When Luke is first seen in uh, A New Hope and Obi-Wan goes to him and they talk to each other, he thinks that the Jedi are a myth. You know, like they've been gone. They've been extinct for so long now as an organization that everybody thinks they were never real to begin with. And they were more of an idea than an actual thing. Right. And again, I don't know how much we set up. You see Luke in this episode and he's like, Oh, Yoda, Yoda, Grogu, you want to see your past? I'm going to show it to you. And he reveals to him his past. That And it looks like a scene from episode three when Order 66 was initiated and all the Jedi get killed. Well, I think that was. But I mean, it's been established that he's only like 50. Right. It would have been way more than 50 years. Uh... No. If people are already treating the Jedi that were decimated in that as figments of their imagination, uh huh, that's, that's just not, something that I that, noticed. But. That's not more than fifty years. So Luke was born in Episode Three at the end, when Obi Wan finds him, or when he Obi Wan comes to him, and they finally True. talk and stuff. He's probably mm-hmm. what in his, I would guess, twenties. Yeah. So Grogu's obviously older than he is. That makes sense. I guess the only the line to me that doesn't make sense is the lines from A New Hope where he's talking about them as being not real things. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way the Mandalorian did in season one. He's like, what, the Jedi, the Force? That's not real. Those are myths that people made up, you know? Yeah. But just 
you, you do the math it adds up yeah but, yeah uh what do you think of everything with grogu i i liked it i mean i he doesn't talk a whole lot so that character's like hard but i mean i like the character he's a you know you've kind of after watching two seasons of the mandalorian you've come to enjoy him and love him and uh stuff uh the luke skywalker stuff i'm not sure about and not because it's luke like i I, that's fine that they're taking that story it's more the cgi with it and what they're doing like i don't know is that mark hamill and they're de-aging him are they just using i think it's a body double with cgiing his face so it's like old footage of mark hamill's face because mark hamill doesn't even sound like that anymore so that's not his real voice right and it's not great like i feel like with the money that they have they could do a better job and originally or not originally there were talks of them bringing sebastian stan in to play young luke skywalker which i would have loved if they would have done that because he looks like a younger mark hamill i don't know why they didn't i don't either unless they just didn't want to have to pay him because it it probably would have cost more i don't know I don't know what would be cheaper to pay him to come in and do a few episodes or to literally CGI that whole character, because that's not cheap to do at all. But, and for as much as he was in this episode, like this whole episode almost revolved around Luke. Like you said, Grogu is not really a character. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't say anything outside of his eye movements. He's a puppet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this whole episode revolved a, a large part around Luke. I don't know why you even brought Luke into it. You could have used him in the Mandalorian to take Grogu where he needed to go, but then bring in a different Jedi to train him. You know, what's uh what's Rosario Dawson's character name? Osaka. Osaka. She's got to know other people, even if she didn't want to do it. Somebody else has to be around other Jedi. But beside the point, beside the point, yeah. it's off putting. You know, I feel like they used him a little bit too much. If it's minimal, I don't think it would have been a problem. But they we we spent a lot of time on Luke's face. And it's just like we're spending too much time on Luke's face. <laughs> yeah. And again, the dialogue with him is very awkward. Like just the way he's talking and stuff and like telling stories about Yoda and all. It just seems like really awkward. I don't know. I, I don't like it. It just doesn't feel natural. And I think this no. is what we'll get of it. And I think they're really using that that episode, these two episodes, to really springboard Mandalorian season three. They're doing a lot of storytelling yeah. here, so they don't have to do it in season three. Uh-huh. Which would be fine if this show wasn't called The Book of Boba Fett and we want to see Boba Fett do stuff and he's right. not doing anything. Yeah. He's not even sitting in his chair looking menacing. Mm-hmm. I uh what what do you think of the scene that when the uh what are their characters the guys with the masks i forget what they're the pikes the pikes when those pikes walk into that cantina bar and they set the thing down and walk out and it like an old mafia movie it just blows up that was probably one of the best scenes of the whole move of the whole show the whole episode and i knew exactly what it was as soon as they walked in and set that thing down i was like they're not taking that out with them yeah and I really like that the Pikes are, like you said, just gangsters. Like the one shows up to Tim- Timothy Elephant and he's like, we don't have problems unless you try to get in our way. And yeah. then they're blowing stuff up over here. And it's just like, these guys are intimidating. Unfortunately, Boba Fett is not intimidating in any way and neither are his friends. Yeah. 
yeah yeah i don't know it's a good episode it was a good another good episode i enjoyed watching it nothing to do with boba fett and it's really i think putting the mandalorian in this show really hurts boba fett's character Mm -hmm. because at this point he's far cooler he's far more menacing because he's actually willing to get dirty for his job he's far cooler because he leaves his freaking helmet on which boba fett needs to do because boba fett without his helmet is not scary no and it's like okay yeah i just wish boba fett was mandalorian at this point right because boba fett's armor next to his armor looks like a cosplayer (laughs) (laughs) it just does yeah I just don't think it's a, I don't think it's doing what they wanted it to do. Yeah, I don't I, I guess I, I don't think they knew what they wanted it to do. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know why you didn't make another Mandalorian season and just go Boba Fett heavy. Mm-hmm. Like make him a main character in a Mandalorian series instead of giving yeah. his own series because obviously they don't have the content yeah. to fill out a series for him. Yeah. They, yeah, they could have easily put Boba Fett on Tatooine, had him start his little drug empire or whatever, and have Mandalorian then just come and help him. Yeah. You know, and just have, yeah. Yeah, but, it could have been a three-episode thing Yeah, in a Mandalorian series instead of a seven-episode thing, which is only a four-episode thing, which in all reality is only really like a two-episode thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if we even get any fighting. So if this ends on a cliffhanger with nothing happening, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's the elements of the mayor that they haven't resolved. There's elements of the pike that they haven't resolved. And you're still what appears to be building a team. And there's only one episode left. Like it seems like this last episode has a lot of ground to cover. And I just don't think it can deliver on everything. Not in 40 minutes, unless they make it like an hour and a half and they're going to have some big finale, but it better be a good hour and a half. Otherwise. Yeah. Borderline a movie finale. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So do you have any, any last thoughts on this one? Um. Just that, oh, the, that that end scene where Luke lays out the little vest or armor, scale armor or Baskar armor that yeah. Mandalorian made for him. And then he's like, okay, you can have this or you can have Yoda's lightsaber. It's like, you're going to give this untrained child Yoda's lightsaber. Well, that's what I don't understand. And again, we can continue that conversation. Like, he's 50. In some scenes, Luke was talking to him like he was above intelligent. And then in other scenes, he's like, don't eat that frog, little boy. Like, he's a baby, you know? Yeah. I don't, is he a baby or is he somewhere in between? Because he's still a child because he's 50 years old, but they they had established the Mandalorian that, that that species, they age faster, but they're they stay younger. It's like mentally he's still really young you're gonna give him a lightsaber (laughs) i 
That's what I'm saying. Why are you giving him a lightsaber? Plus, the other thing is Luke even said to Osaka when he's laying on that rock, he's like, sometimes I feel like he just isn't even interested in this and wants to do it. It's like, if you're feeling that, then why are you going to offer him that? Well, obviously, we know how Luke trends and what Luke ends up doing. Yeah. He's, not, he's not good at training people. He's, no. He's not good at judging whether those people want to be trained or not. <laughs> and I mean, who knows if I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think Grogu is going to take the lightsaber. I don't think so. either. I think he's going to pick the. I or he's going to take the lightsaber and run. He's going to take the chain mail, walk out the door, force the lightsaber into his hand, and then speed run. Anyway, I don't think that they knew what they wanted to do with the character at the end of season two of Mandalorian when he left to go with Luke. Because I I think they realized a lot of people got upset that they weren't going to be together anymore. And part of the charm of the Mandalorian was that he had a baby with him everywhere that he went. Yeah. So I think they did this to then make season three happen to where Grogu's now back with the Mandalorian. Because even like Timothy Elephant's character is like, where's the baby? I liked the baby. And he goes, oh, I guess we're both missing stuff. You know? Just... <laughs> yeah. So they know that we all want those two together, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think he will choose the chain mail and go back to the Mandalorian. Yeah. And then he's going to sit in the spot in his speeder where the droid is supposed to go. Yeah. I did like the line where Mando goes to Timothy Oliphant. They're sitting at the bar and he's asking, he's basically asking him for help. And Timothy Oliphant's character goes, you think you're, uh, you can just give a nice smile like that and get what you want. (laughs) That's straight. Just Timothy Oliphant though. Like that's him. And that's his personality shining through. I feel like he improvised that line, you know, that way in all of his stuff. Yeah. That was clever, though. I liked it a lot. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I really hope that they tie a pretty ribbon around this and and give it a a fair farewell because it's not looking good. Yeah. No, it's not. And even if at this point, even if this last episode is phenomenal, which I think it's going to be good. I do think I do think we will enjoy it. Oh yeah. I I don't know if I can I don't know if I'll be able to up the show above 3 stars if I get, you know, I mean next week we'll rate it and see uh like it, it definitely won't get more than 3 even even if this one is this, and this episode's got to be really good for it to get a bump up. I know because it's just been like we had two episodes that were so middling. They were borderline boring. Two episodes that were decent, that were good compared to the first two. And then we yeah. had two episodes that kind of blew all them out of the water because they've been way better, but about something completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Grogu's story has nothing to do with Boba Fett. Right. Yeah. Unless Grogu literally comes and helps in the fight next episode. Excuse me. Next episode. That whole storyline has nothing to do with Boba Fett. Why was it even in there? Yeah. Unless it's going to pay off in the next episode, which I guess it could. But again, the show is called The Book of Boba Fett. And that's the only thing we're not getting. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know 100% what I expected going into this show before episode one, but I just, I feel like I'm not getting it. <laughs> yeah, not definitely leaving unsatisfied after each week. But. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any other thoughts on it. No, me neither. Let's... So why don't you uh, tell them where they can find us? All right. If you like our content, go head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and uh, comment on there. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook at remember that at popcorn and coffee. There you go. And uh, yeah, let us know, message us, DM us on there. And uh, if you have any uh, comments or thoughts on these episodes that we've been reviewing, let us know and uh, we can have a little, a little chat, verbal joust. Maybe. I would be, I would be interested to uh, hear from people who do like it. And what, what about it do you like, you know, yeah. in regards to the Boba Fett stuff? So please, yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Yep. So, all right. Have a good one, guys. Bye.